with my pets. Lucky you. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Mr. Grimley. I'm thrilled that you chose to grace us with your presence. Be sure to stay for the funeral and feast afterwards. Whose funeral? You needn't worry about that. The night is young. Anywho, I'm excited about this tale that we'll be exploring this evening. It is riddled with nostalgia, possession, some raging hormones, a good old lipstick smuggling, and my biggest pet peeve, a sliver of hope. Ugh. Tonight, I give to you the people under the scares. Night of the Demons. Enjoy. Welcome fans, fiends, and freaks of horror. This is the People Under the Scares podcast, and I am your host, Mike Brown. Today's movie in question, Night of the Demons. It's a quintessential 80s classic that, in my opinion, is not to be ignored. I actually have a huge fan of the movie as a guest today. I'd like you all to welcome Eric to the abyss. What's up, Eric? Hey, hello. Uh, Not much is up at all, except we're talking about Night of the Demons, so I'm very excited. Yes, very. And I'm so happy that you actually volunteered to do this because I wanted someone who really enjoyed the movie to come on. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That's me. So I appreciate it. Oh, well, no problem. <laughs> uh, where can people find you if they wanted to find you, like, online? Ooh, Twitter's the biggie. Uh, Eric Lawrence, E-R-I-C-K-L-O-R-I-N-C is my name and Twitter handle. I'm also on Instagram, but I don't even, <laughs> I don't even use it that much. But uh, Twitter, yeah, look for me there. Yeah, definitely go ahead and follow Eric on Twitter. Um, let me see here. Curious. What are, what are you watching recently? What have I been watching recently? Yeah. I watched, um, oh gosh, the, uh, Midnight Mass just dropped and I watched it all the second it drops. Like it went. <laughs> so I've been I was seeing, very excited. So it's great. How good it's so like, I've been seeing a lot of posts about it, but I didn't want to like get spoilers so I didn't watch or read anything yet. How was it? I loved it a lot. I think it's the best thing Mike Flanagan's done so far. And it very much reads like a passion project, which it is. Uh, it was beautiful. I cried. That was my big take. Like the, the biggest thing. I, I don't know. I was moved by it. All right. So I'm definitely going to check that out. What I've been watching. So I, I binged. I don't know if you've seen Slasher. Like they had seasons on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now it's on Shudder. It's dope. And the, the the newest season was the best one to me. I really. It was so good. Yeah. Like I binged it. I was I was supposed to watch one or two episodes that night. Slept until like six a.m. Finished all the episodes. Trying not to spoil it for other people, but trying to find people to talk about it with. Uh huh. But um, I would definitely suggest that for people. And um. Yes. Have you seen Malignant? Oh my god, I loved Malignant so much. Yes. It was, it was so good. <laughs> like, it was silly, but, like, good. We needed... I can't remember the last time I saw a movie with a huge budget ha- be, like, that silly. Yes. And be a horror movie. It, I loved it so much. 
I watched it with some friends who they want me to come over every once in a while and watch a horror movie with them. Uh-huh. So they they don't watch horror movies like that or period really. So uh-huh. when we, I was enjoying the shit out of it, I, at first I was like, I don't know what the fuck is going on, but I like where this is going. And you know, obviously by the end you're like, okay, I would have never guessed this. They kind of were not feeling that. Uh-huh. So it's like, oh, I've got to find more movies for them to watch. Like every movie doesn't need to be, you know, Oscar worthy or like. Sometimes it's just supposed to be fun. Yeah. There's um, I think. Hor- horror movies that lend on the silly side, uh, general audiences don't usually care for them as much as horror people and critics. Because mm-hmm. critics usually always are super down. Like critics like Drag Me to Hell, audiences didn't care for it. Good. Critics like Piranha 3D, audiences less. <laughs> it's very interesting. Because critics get the reputation to be to not like fun, but they're much more open to it uh, in genre crossing things. So I wonder I wonder if the critics like Night of the Demons. Ooh, <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> I because <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's also um what is it? I don't know. People were harder in the eighties. Like that stuff. That's true. With the um, I love Roger Ebert to pieces, but they didn't. Uh, Siskel and Ebert hated slasher movies, and a lot of critics fell into that. I could see that. I could. Yeah. Not the Night of the Demons is a straight slasher, but it definitely has slasher elements. Elements to it, absolutely. Now I have to look up to see what the critics said after we do this. I'm really curious to see what they said. All right, so let's. I have a few questions for you, Eric. Uh, yes. I just want to get give the listeners an idea of you know what kind of movies you like, where your head's at a little bit. So the first question I have is, what was the horror movie that made you fall in love with horror? If you can remember. Um, oh God, it was tricky because I grew up. It was very casually. Um, my mom would just watch horror movies all the time, and I was never not allowed to watch them. Like, I'd be three and she'd just be watching The Exorcist and be like, yeah, whatever. Uh, I think a a very formative thing for me was in 2004, I was nine years old. uh, And just a lot of things kind of happened all at once. We got a DVD of Freddy vs. Jason that has a very extensive making of on it. And that that really pulled me in. And the... uh, Bravo's 100 Scariest Movie Moments came out. The, um, and that completely changed how I looked at horror movies because you had a hundred people just who all seemed so knowledgeable about the genre describing horror movies as beautiful. Like they'd talk about Candyman or Hellraiser or whatever and they'd be like, oh my God, it was so beautiful, what the blah, blah, blah. And I'd never heard horror movies talked about uh, in that way before. And it really... Um, affected me and I like I was nine so I hadn't heard of like a hundred horror movies yet so right. it, it was it, it changed a lot of things for me uh, so that was probably the big the biggie okay I definitely love that countdown um I probably drove my parents crazy trying to watch all of the all of the hours in a row yeah so it was, it was five parts it's <laughs> <laughs> a lot but I'd watch it every year. And my mom was always so down to watch the... Uh, I was very lucky to, that she was into that. I, I, I would say I was lucky in the same sense 
my mother didn't get religious until after she kind <laughs> of got me into everything. So I was like, it was too late now. So I, I'm already in it. Um, I watched, I don't know on Shutter if you've watched, there's a documentary where they're doing like 80s horror. Um, the in, in Search of in Darkness? In Search of Darkness, yes. Yeah. Part one and two. So that was like an even longer one. So I was just in one fell swoop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like the second one more than the first one. Yeah. And I definitely loved how knowledgeable everyone was, especially like the people who were in the movies getting to hear their perspective on everything. Yeah. All right. Um, second question. What is a horror movie that you know you would not survive? There's a bunch. Because <laughs> there's so many where you just know, like, um, oh, what's the one? In Return of the Living Dead, which is my favorite zombie movie, uh, it, it's very, um, the, the, you can't kill the zombies by getting them in the head. It, like it just the rest of their body parts are still alive and active and they take over the whole town until the, um, the military explodes the whole town and there's just no way, <laughs> there's just no way to get out of that one. Um, so, so right away my mind goes to that <laughs> where you just, there's, there isn't even a chance. I, you know what? I agree. Those zombies are like, I don't know if, I, are they the scariest ones? Because they can do so much that the other ones can't. They can speak, they can think, plan. Yeah. Like you said, they don't die. No. They uh, run in that one too. I yes. think that's been the first runny one. Um, yeah, no, it's scary. And it's a really silly movie, but it's it, it's one of the ones that scares me the most, especially with the, um, when they're like, ah, it hurts really bad to be dead. Like that's terrifying. Yeah. I don't like that. That's <laughs> it's like don't yeah. get don't get turned into one of them because you're pretty much fucked at that point. <laughs> the chances of you dying. That's yeah, not good. None. So yes, I would not survive Return of the Living Dead. Most likely. That's a good one. That's a good one. Huh. Uh, and and Linnea Quigley is also in that. Yes, so, I was going to say. Like, I had, it in. I had no idea that was her when I first watched that movie. Because the, the, I, I didn't know until after I became a fan because of Night of the Demons. Yes. Like, I was, like, looking through her Wikipedia and, like, oh, what else is she in? And I, it, 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 my head exploded. Because <laughs> that wig, like, it looks fake, but it still hides who it is. <laughs> like, the so. only thing that gave her away to me, like, after I realized it was, like, oh, it's her voice. I could definitely tell that's her. It's very distinct. All ah. right. Okay, we might be horror movie buddies. You're you're hitting on all the same points, I think. Oh. All right, let's see. What is a non-horror movie or TV show that you would like to see turned into a horror movie? Ah, fuck. Um. Non-horror TV show or movie that I would like to see. I'd like. Fame would be cool. Ooh. <laughs> the uh, I get, and that was a movie and a TV show, so I get double points. But um, just like everybody wanting to be the best, so they're all killing each other uh, <laughs> to be That's the best. That's a great idea. Fame is a good one. I was like racking my brain trying to think of stuff that's not hard at all, and I came. I was like, maybe Golden Girls. I like I'd to see. That. I would kill. I've always thought. Uh, uh, it would be really cool to see a slasher where it's like the um, where the who, who would ideally be teens or old mm -hmm. people. Yes, 
I, uh, I think that'd be a lot of fun because Bubba Hotep was in an old folks home, but it was just like Bruce Campbell. Right. But like a uh, like 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 have like a slutty girl and like a jock guy and all this, but they're old. Maybe it's like <laughs> they're like it's like their um, seventh uh, high school reunion and they're all like 88. Ooh. Uh, and so they, they're, they're like clinging to the past, but then they're getting killed off and there's not many of them left. And I don't know. That's fun. That does sound fun. We do need like older. I just want to see older people in horror movies, though. Like, they're it's usually interesting. And and a thing from Rob Zombie movies, because he tends to cast older actors, is they usually, when because he's taking from veteran actors too, to have a lot of experience. They give great performances, even if his movie isn't, even if it's not one of his best movies. Like the performances are still usually very memorable. Absolutely. Like characters, I absolutely remember in his movies. Maybe we could have Stan be the killer in Golden Girls. <laughs> That's hi, funny. Hi, it's me, Stan, and he—I could see that actually. <laughs> it, could, it definitely would play in there. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I'd watch it. Let's see. I probably like it too. I've, right, they have to still tell jokes, though. I need the comedy in it. Oh yeah, no. That, <laughs> the whole point of making it golden girls it would be weird to like yeah no it'd be like a really serious no 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 no. yeah no no yeah all right let's see would you would you rather be stranded in the middle of the ocean or the jungle jungle the deep sea i am afraid of both deep space and the deep sea there are very big things down there and i would uh, be terrified like and also like sharks and stuff are scary but i'm much like like big tentacly things and not being able to see like you look so far down it's pitch black i don't like it i'd much rather be in the jungle um yeah, and I feel like if I was in the jungle, I'm like I can walk until I'm out of here. But like uh, <laughs> in the ocean, you just you get so tired swimming. I don't like it. Mm-mm. Jungle, 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 jungle. I agree. That is Mm-mm. a great answer. <laughs> I, I can't deal with the ocean, lakes or rivers. Honestly, nothing like that. Um, I'm good with lakes. I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a campy woodsy. I was a camp counselor for like seven years, so I can do a lake. Oh. I'll be able- freaked out if i can't see the bottom but i can do it but the ocean is terrifying it is like you just don't know what's under you like i really don't understand how people go in the ocean and swim of all things Mm-mm. yeah i'm yeah like at an existential level it freaks me out also watching the remake of the blob where the blob was in the sewer and he got that little kid i saw that when i was a kid and it just always made me afraid the blob was in the water. <laughs> and so sometimes I think about that, and I'm much too old to be afraid of the blob, but uh, sometimes I think about it. I mean, hey, if it happens, you never know. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> That's another good one, the blob. It's really good. Right. Let's see. And last question. If Pennywise, although I, maybe you've already answered this kind of, if Pennywise were to use your greatest fear against you, what would that be? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like deep spacey things freak me out. Like scarier than everything is just like if I think about religion at all. Like mm-hmm. like the idea that there is a God frightens me. The idea that there isn't a God frightens me. Like it's just the um, the eternity of it freaks me out. 
That's a good point. That that is. Yeah, a, I don't like it. That's a lot. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I really hate the idea that when you die, you stop existing. I'm like a like reincarnation would be nice. I like that one. But the um, stopping existing freaks me out. And uh, and the idea of like you get to heaven, but it goes on forever and it's kind of boring freaks me out too. Don't like it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it freaks me out. I, mm. That is interesting because I don't know. I don't know how a Pennywise type could use that. I feel like it would just be killing me. Yeah, he'd basically I'm, be like, okay, well, I just have Yeah, really... <laughs> but I am very afraid of dying. I don't like it. <laughs> I'm trying to think which would be worse, like if existence just ends or it's just an eternity of... I, what the fuck would they even... And then it stresses you out and it's the middle of the night and you get really into thinking of ah, ugh, ruins my nights and i i'm up late every night like i'm a night owl and it always just comes up in my brain at some point and i'm just like ah, fuck oh it. no you're terrorizing yourself <laughs> i am <laughs> it's not fun but it's whatever whatever all right so let's get into this movie this movie that we both love all right so just to let the audience know this is a spoiler podcast if you have not seen Night of the Demons, I believe you, you definitely can find it on streaming. Check that out and then come back and then let's hear me and Eric talk a little shit about the movie. All right, so the plot of this movie is 10 teenagers party at an abandoned funeral parlor on Halloween night. When an evil force awakens, demonic spirits keep them from leaving and turn their gathering into a living hell. So, do you? So I remember being a kid in Blockbuster when like VHS was a thing. Um, so like sc scanning like the uh, the different aisles to see what cover of what movie I wanted to watch. And so this cover actually stood out to me. It's got a great poster. It does. It does. And I might have coerced my brother into getting this because there was another movie I wanted to get, and I don't remember what that was. So we open up with this amazing opening theme, the music, the artwork. I actually wanted to put some of this in the podcast, but then I was like, oh shit, I can't do that. So <laughs> I have to find my way around it. Um, so what, what were your thoughts on like the opening theme? What do you think of the plot? Like when you hear 10 teenagers in an abandoned funeral parlor on Halloween night, you think like, okay, this is going to be fun. Yeah, I mean, I guess it all comes down to execution. Like right away, that's, um, I mean, that that's been done, but like, it, uh, it that that's a comfort plot. Like you know, okay, there there's probably at least going to be some cool death scenes and some good. The fact that it's set on Halloween, like Halloween costumes and all that, you get you get a nice Halloweeny vibe. Uh, but it all comes down to execution at the end of the day. Uh, and so if the performances are good and the direction and writing are good, which I think is very much the case with this movie, and it's good. So when I was looking up, because I wanted to know if there were things about the movie I didn't know. So I, I found out that the movie was originally called, I think, Halloween Party. Yep. And then I guess potential legal issues would have been, you know combating with Halloween, so they tried something called Demon Boogie, which does not have the same 
the same ring to it. So I'm very happy they went with Night of the Demons because that's just an amazing title. It, it's really good. And there's lots of Night Ofs, but I feel like they all stand apart enough. Yeah. So once the title credits end, uh, we meet up with a few of the teens that we'll ha- be following in this movie. So we have Stooge, Roger, Judy, and Helen, Sal, and Jay. Like, this is a very random group of kids. Like, I don't feel like they hang out at all. No, at they all. don't feel like friends at all. Uh, especially, like, even the group that's in the car together. It's it's Roger, Helen, and Stooge. And they all yeah. hate each other. It's so weird. It's like, what? <laughs> I don't know what cliques these, these people are in. I think they're all popular except for... Um, Angela and uh, Suzanne, which is interesting because Suzanne seems like she could be popular. Yeah, I, I would. She definitely has the confidence of somebody who's popular. Yes, I but um, I don't know. Maybe she's just gotten. You know, people are mean, and she might have gotten with enough guys where they're just like, ah, she's just the girl who gets with all the guys. Yeah, and Angela her, takes her clear. Yeah. <laughs> So we're meeting a few of them, um, and then Stu, Helen, and Roger, they're driving by some older man who just, he seems like the Walter Matthau kind, the type who just does not like kids at all. (laughs) Yeah. So he's like carrying apples with razor blades, which one would assume, since we've heard stories about razor blades and candy around Halloween, that he's trying to kill some kids. Yes. I would think he's done it before. <laughs> he seems really Yeah, he doesn't seem like... I feel like if it was your first time, you'd be like, oh, should I do it, should I not? And he's just really excited about it. <laughs> but also, only not many people are giving out apples. You'd think he'd get caught. I don't know. That's very... <laughs> who the fuck gives out apples yeah. on Halloween? Piece of shit. <laughs> I'd be so mad. That... And how many apples do you... That's trash, actually. He yeah. His method, he needs to rework that because that's not going to work. Like, what candy would you be able to stick Also, to you would definitely notice if the uh, like someone put a razor in an apple, like you would see a little slit. Uh, if he candied them after, though, that would mm. be very spooky and not good. So maybe if he did that, it, it makes it all clear and scary. That's not good. Like swallowing razor blades, that's... Uh... It's giving me like saw thought. I can't, okay, I can't yeah, even like. It's, <laughs> it's terrifying. The scariest part in Halloween too is when you see that kid with the razor in his mouth, and you're like, yeah. "Yes, shit." Yeah. Fuck that part. Oh, All right, after Stooge, uh, moon or fake moons because he kept his pants on while he did it, which was strange. Um, he the old man drops his shit, and then we're introduced to Judy. And she mm-hmm. seems very benevolent and very soft, and she's trying to help. And he calls her a little whore, <laughs> which <laughs> so I was like, okay, this is the kind of movie we're we're watching right now. Okay, yeah. Judy's so funny to me. She's like, I, I feel like it's written to be a very basic main girl, but there there's a um, the the utter sincerity with which she delivers mm-hmm. her d- dumb airy lines <laughs> is like. We don't have that anymore, and I think that's like a big thing that um, we like about these movies. The the the, the '80s ones were very sincere, yeah. To the point where like all these sexed up teenagers are so dumb they end up kind of 
acting like children a little bit, except for when they're having sex. <laughs> That's really that is, yes. Poor. But there's an appeal to that. It's like it, it's it's really funny. It's it's very funny and it's um very rewatchable. And I just really like her delivery. She was on Dallas after this, and I think that's interesting. I haven't watched it. So I was wondering, I did see something about her quitting a job to be in this movie. So I was wondering if she went on to do other stuff. Okay, well, that's good to know. Dallas would have been her biggie. And it was like near the end, so it wasn't as big a deal as it had been. But it's still Dallas. She had a good role, too. But Judy's voice, I like it. It's very, like I said, soft, airy, but also high pitched. So it's yeah, very, like I like the way she says "Sal" or whatever, whatever she says. It's, mm-hmm. it's it's very funny and distinct. I love it. <laughs> All right, so her. we are then at Judy's home with her little brother who scares her, which would probably be like me or something. If I had an over, like a sibling. <laughs> That I can uh-huh. scare. Um, she gets a call from Jay, who's another character we'll be meeting, and he—I I would say he's supposed to be the nice guy role in this, like the academic or the popular guy, probably at school. Yeah, he has asshole moments, like uh, yes, right away though. I don't know, Keezy, he he does pressure her into not going to the dance she was excited about. And, um, I don't know. I didn't even remember that until I just watched it, that she was supposed to go to a dance and he, quote unquote, convinced her. (laughs) Yeah. He wants to go to this party, uh, have sex with her because he knows she puts out because of Sal. Oh, Sal Sal was a cutie. Um, I like Sal. Sal is, uh, he's like actually like a really well-written character. I always thought it was really interesting. He gets a weird redemptive arc. I don't know. I always thought it was really good. I was like, putting these two up again, I don't see the competition here really. But um, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Let's pretend we like Jay, Judy. That's fine. Jay's bigger. I guess he's bad. True. And he was in Heathers, so he's more famous. Wait a minute. Who is he in Heathers? He's one of the, the dead gay sons. Yeah. Okay. I love my dead gay sons. Yes. Okay. Yeah. One of those two. The one who doesn't have, like, the very striking blue eyes. Is, uh, yes. He convinces Judy to go to a Halloween party at Hull House that's being hosted by Angela. Uh, which Judy thinks Angela's weird and a freak. Um, it's kind of giving me like Sandy versus Rizzo, but Rizzo's slightly darker in this. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's right. So then Sal shows up at her house, and is, so we're kind of getting the idea that this is like a love triangle almost, uh, which I, I was not getting any play in high school, so that whenever I watch this kind of stuff, I'm just like, okay, sure, okay. <laughs> You got two yeah. people coming after you. Well, and it's also like very heightened. Like these people are 30. I think Linnea Quigley was 29 or 30 when they filmed this. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're, these are <laughs> old teenagers. <laughs> so you can, I just love how she just, I always get the sense that she enjoys being in these kind of movies. She mm-hmm. just has fun with it. Oh, yeah. I really that's appreciate the, that. 
that's the way to go. That's how you, that's how you get get to stick around. I um, I always preferred it to um. There are some A-listers who have done horror movies and do not look kindly back on them. Jennifer Aniston. Even ones who are still doing them. Yeah, I'm talking about you, Jennifer. <laughs> <laughs> no. Or even like a Denise Richards type <laughs> who's like, yeah, I am proud of Tammy and the T-Rex. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> be, be proud of it, Denise Richards. You should be. Be happy about your roots and maybe revisit them every once in a while just for fun. Oh, yeah. All right, so we cut to a deli scene, and we meet Suzanne's ass, which is Linnea. Yes. So we're introduced to her character. <laughs> yes. it's, it's a good introduction. It's, it's a, um, yes. It's very objectifying and, and all that stuff. But like as an introduction <laughs> to that character, it's very good. Yeah, the clerks are just literally like hunched over the counter, just staring and drooling, basically. While, yeah. while she's just, you know, kind of gyrating side to side. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's very obvious what she's doing. It's just stupid. <laughs> uh, while, while they are fixated on her ass, we then meet Angela, who is the worst thief. She has, like, it's, it's like a trick-or-treat bag. It's a huge sack. And she's literally just... Yes. Barely looking around, snatching up snacks, paper towels. There are other people in the store. They don't really give a shit, which I guess that's cool. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) They'd be an asshole if they told. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking snitch. (laughs) (laughs) Be so mad. Not that, like, I don't steal things, but, like, I, um, like, don't tell. It's not your business. You're not losing out on anything. It's not, it's not your and the clerks aren't losing that money. Out. It's fine. Just... It was cookies and like what the it fuck? Was <laughs> like shit. <laughs> they'll make uh, they'll make that back. They'll be fine. I actually don't know how stores run, but I don't. <laughs> so... <laughs> I mean, gen- generally, it's like um, if the store is small enough, it does come out of the people's pay, like or, or um, or a manager's um bonus or whatever but the um but like walmart or something oh yeah no i I definitely (laughs) think they get stuff stolen every single day all right so angela leaves the store and then suzanne asks the clerks do you have sour balls and too bad we do (laughs) (laughs) to which she's like too bad i guess you don't get too many blowjobs so Jay then gets to Judy's house, and Judy's mom tries to serve him. This had to be a joke because it literally looked like shit on a plate, like different pieces of shit on yeah. a plate. No, they definitely just wanted to call it shit. <laughs> I would have eaten, like, if there was food in front of me, I will eat it. But uh, it did look like poop. But I would eat it. Like, I would... I'd pretend... Like, I do do this thing where I'll, I won't be rude. I'll take it, and then I'll try to, like, hide it somewhere. Yeah. I always feel bad when the brother is, like, they look like sun-dried poodle turds, and the mom looks like she's going to break in half. <laughs> <laughs> she she gets so distraught. <laughs> it's really sad. She probably worked on this for, like, five hours. She was very <laughs> proud of them. She kept mentioning it. Just, He's a little asshole. Just throw it out when she's not looking. It probably yeah. tasted good, though. It probably. It's chocolate. 
All chocolate is good. It's just a fact. Yes. So we get outside of the house, and Jay, this is when we get the, well, you kind of pick up on the fact that he's trying to get some tonight from Judy. So he's, like, kissing on her, and she's, like, a little hesitant. And I thought, so when I first watched this, I was assuming she was a virgin. But no. No, no, no. pointed out (laughs) her and Sal are a thing. Yes. And everybody in the whole school knows (laughs) which was her heart. Was it Sal that told everyone? I don't. Maybe. They all know. Well, or everybody assumed based on their one date. But then she doesn't deny it. Right. because he's like, it only takes one time. And or whatever he says, an asshole. But you got to love him. It's 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 like... Oh, Jay? Oh, no, 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 not Jay. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. no. Jay's the one who says it only takes one date. Sal, I do love. He's funny. He has a dumb accent. Especially, like, is this set in Los Angeles? It was filmed here. Um, that is a great question. He sounds like he has like a funny. It's New Jersey York. or New York. Yeah. It's something. Gay toots. <laughs> <laughs> Pass over some uh, treaty treats or what? He's it stupid. Is so I'm very happy that it they made that choice because it's ridiculous <laughs> and I love it. Right? <laughs> it's like so drastically different from everyone else. So you're it's like. Very- who is this? Where is he from? Like, maybe he's a new kid or something. I don't know. Maybe. All right. So Jay and Judy, they go to pick up another couple, Max and Franny, who are kind of just kind of like throwaway characters, pretty much. Yeah. I do love the hell out of Franny. Uh, she, she also has that kind of um, that that sincerity thing mm. Judy has going, uh, where it just like. She's saying really dumb shit, <laughs> but it, it, she says she delivers it like like there's no hint of irony or sarcasm. It, it's really it's really wonderful to like the I uh, everybody in this house died or whatever. She's like I can't believe we're gonna party yes. here. Or they come in the house and she's like, who fired the maid? <laughs> <laughs> and it's, there's no I, I like that there isn't any winking. She just. Is who she is, and I love I love Franny a lot. She's in Sleepaway Camp three as well, oh, uh, okay. and and she's kind of got the same thing going, except in that she's like mean. Oh, but uh, I don't know. Love Franny, love her to pieces. I have to give credit to actors because I don't know how people can do this stuff without laughing. It, it's it's I they have to be good. We needed more of her. I forgot her name, but she's. Great. I'm gonna look up her name right now. So okay. I can say it. It's um, Fanny was played by Jill Tereshita. Okay. Lovely. Jill, Jill. Tereshita is wonderful. She needs to be in more movies immediately. Make that happen, people. Please. It's fantastic. <laughs> so they pull up to Hull House, right? And so Max starts giving this backstory to the house, and Franny she gives a little bit. Yeah. And uh, we find out that on a Halloween night, one of the residents went crazy, slaughtered their family, and killed themselves, allegedly. Right. I don't think they mentioned, like, how long ago it was. I forget. He also, they, they imply that old man Hull loved his clientele, uh, so he was sleeping with dead bodies as well. Which, that's a recipe for uh, a lot of shit, probably. That's how you get your house haunted. 
Ah, you know what? So you sleep with the dead bodies. Yeah. Don't do that. But you don't. <laughs> it's it's very like yeah. Don't please don't do this. Please. <laughs> if you did that, I would think okay. You do that. You don't continue sleeping with them. They get angry maybe, and they're like, okay, well now you've pissed me off. So now I have to like possess your plate. At the very least, you'll get canceled on Twitter. <laughs> That's. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at the very least worst case scenario you got haunted I guess yeah, yeah. but they were also ready because for whatever reason they, they build the, the wall around that underground stream that keeps the demons in yeah that uh, was I've never heard that before there's I've heard that for vampire things like um, there, there, there's been a few vampire movies where they can't uh, cross over bodies of water unless they're in their coffin with their earth mm. in it. So I'm assuming it, it, it's a similar thing to that. Uh, <laughs> they did. So yeah, they built a wall, I guess it's like a reference point. Like, Hey, if you ever need to get past or get away from the spirits, get past this wall. Um, oh, I did have a question. So would you have gone in Hull House to, for yes. this party? Yes, if I was invited to a party, I would have gone. Well, because I also, like, every time life sort of kind of imitates feeling like a movie, I get really excited. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like if lighting hits a tree the right way and it looks like, I'll be like, oh, my God, this is just like a movie. <laughs> uh, and so if I got invited to a Halloween party at a haunted house, I would have thousands. I wrote a screenplay about that, too. I... <laughs> I uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I would do it. <laughs> I would do it. And a thousand percent. Especially oh, you're when a brave one. Was there. You are brave. I, <laughs> no, I just like spooky things. <laughs> it's nothing to do with... Like, if it was, like, a party on the in the middle of the ocean, maybe I'd be uh. like, no. <laughs> but in a haunted house, I'm not afraid of haunted houses. I don't think... I don't know if I believe in ghosts or not. Um, I feel the same way. So I'm, so I'm from Amityville. Oh, dope. And I've never been in the house. Um, but And people live there. But I've always just wondered, like, if there were a party there, would I go in a small, small party? Like, probably. But they'd have to be, like, a lot of people. Like, mm-hmm. it can't just be a small amount. Yeah, but that's what they do in the Night of the Demons remake. Yes. And then all the people leave, and then you're just stuck in the house. <laughs> Okay, so let's see. Angela, 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 and Suzanne are throwing a party. Um, this is when everybody meets up, and I'm even more like, okay, what is everybody doing here? Like, who are you all hanging out with? Like, they don't even seem to like <laughs> each other. <laughs> no, there's only eight of them. I can't. Yeah, it's weird. One of them asked her, like, did you invite more people? And she's like, no. <laughs> and I, I, I really, I don't know what everybody was expecting. And, and they would never, I don't know. And they, the fact that they actually managed to throw a party after that, they're like, ooh, let's have a party. And it just cuts to them partying. Yeah. How did that get started? I don't. Like literally out of nowhere. Like, oh, fuck it. Let's just, <laughs> let's just start a just party. Start three people dancing. <laughs> Judy's over by the snacks. And yeah. Like that, if it was that small group, you'd end up just talking and drinking beers. And there's no cell, no cell phones in this era, Mm-mm. so like, you have to talk to people if you if you want to. Yeah, talk. 
Would, but I would also be very interested into talking to each of these people. <laughs> Susanna's lived a life, <laughs> and I want to know more about it. Same with Angela. Like every, I don't know. I'd be interested in everybody. We never. Um, they all already know each other, so we never get that. Yeah, Angela would have been interesting. I probably, I probably be scared of her, but I also would be, like listen because she would have some good stories at least. Yeah. Um, or she's just a big phony, like Judy wonders early on. She's like, I bet she lives in a belfry or whatever. Uh, and then Sal, that does end up happening with Sal. You think, oh, he's from the wrong side of the tracks, blah, blah, blah. But then he's like, uh, I live in a nice house with uh, plastic on the furniture. God bless him. Oh, I wish he... Spoiler, skip 15 seconds. I wish he lived. I really did. Me too. I get sad when he dies. It, it's like a sad moment. And it's kind of spooky where his grave is just like there already. Yeah. And it says, die tonight. <laughs> so it's like, okay, so she can literally do anything. More so even in the sequel, the first sequel. Yes. I rewatched the third one for second sequel last week. Yeah, the and third I, one's hardest to find now, I think. Like, I, I got a DVD, but I had to pay a stupid amount of money for it. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Unless you just, did you watch, it, like, a, a bad YouTube copy of it? I, I, perhaps I had to go through um, horrible means to, yeah. <laughs> to, to watch. Because Night of the Demons 2 is rad, and it's on iTunes. Like, that's yes. not a hard one. But, yeah, 3 is just a cheap... <laughs> Uh, oh my god, when that girl's arm turns into a snake, but it's just like a sock puppet. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? We can talk about that real quick, because I, I had a lot of... I was like, why? This house is painted now, so how did this happen? It's a completely... Like, 2 is kind of amazing that they actually got the house back. And, um, and they cheat a little bit, because they reused shots from the first one. But 3 is just like just a regular old house. <laughs> not even like an old house. It's like just like a house. It's a house. It's painted <laughs> with a yard in white. I'm like who so who who are we supposed to believe did this? Angela. I I think they just didn't want us to know like in Halloween 5 it's a completely different house and you're just mm. like oh yeah, it's the Myers house but it doesn't look like that. The um <laughs> I, I think it's like that and they just thought we wouldn't know. And I'm sure a lot of people in the 90s didn't know. They were like, ha, ah, Night of the Demons 3, I'll rent that. You know what? Oh, this was weird. I'm sure I did not notice it at all. I was probably fixated on the fact that there were demons running around. Yeah. I always liked the girl who dressed as a cat, though. That was my takeaway. That was there. a cool one. That yeah. was a really cool one. I was, like, wondering, like, is this going to, like, well, first of all, they didn't have... <laughs> Like, a, I don't know if I want to call it like a perverted scene or something in that, like the first two did. Oh, well, the, the, it does have, though, the girl, oh, fuck, does she masturbate with the snake hand? Did I miss that? I think she, <laughs> she I can't, oh, fuck, I can't remember if she was masturbating and then her snake, or her hand turns into a snake and she's like, ah, or if it. Or no, because yeah, yeah, she's masturbating and the snake goes like, and it's very dumb. Oh, yeah. So there's that, but it's not. It has nothing on the um, the lipstick from either Night of the Demons one or two, or the boob hands from two, oh, which are a fantastic effect. I, I forgot about the boob hands. I love the boob. That's so cool. 
or even the remake. The remake did something with lipstick. Oh, yeah, the remake did the remake did the lipstick thing again, except it came out of vagina at the end. Yes. Yeah, and he's like, she put lipstick in her boob, and it came out her pussy. Which <laughs> and it's really gross because like it makes a little fart sound yes. when it comes out, and you're like, oh. <laughs> it was all bloody. It, yeah. His reaction, I was like, okay, I believe this. Um, yeah, in this, like, <laughs> in this one, the guy is just pretty. Oh no, no one saw her do that. In this no movie. one saw it. He comes in after and he's like, "Hey, nice paint job." <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then they have sex because the lights come on. Yes, as you would. Because you know, at, I guess as a teen, whoever's ready. Yeah. Well, Suzanne could hit it. She's yeah, yeah. And he like he want, That's what he wanted, and she's a sure thing. He got lucky, and not, and that's not said in in a um, disparaging way. It's just mm. I respect her. She knew what she wanted. She, <laughs> she knows like, what she wants. Sure, I'll 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 take it from you, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so um, they're partying. Uh, there's like the radio dies out, and Angel's like, "Hey, let's do a séance." And yeah. <laughs> or no, it, it was Franny's idea, right? Was Franny? She's like, she's like, "Have you guys <gasps> ever heard of a past?" A past yeah, Franny life starts the whole thing. Say it. And it's like, how the hell does Franny <laughs> know what to do? But whatever. I mean, it's funny. You know what? This is the scene where it's like different people randomly knew all these facts. Like, yeah. oh, well, this is a diff- This is the difference between a haunting and um, possession. And my father's a preacher. And he told me <laughs> not to deal with this stuff. And Franny knew that. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> it's a, they're funny. God bless them. All right. All right, so they do. They're doing the uh, seance, right? And um, at some point, we see kind of looks like a dragon. Honestly, it's supposed to be a demon yeah. in the mirror, and Helen sees it and screams. And yes, then the- and Helen also sees herself die. Oh, I missed that too. Damn. Okay, yeah. She saw There's the demon head, and then you see Helen's face, but flat against the mirror, like it is oh, the car, like the car. Wait, that's what makes her scream. Ooh, that's okay. So that's okay. Yeah, that's even more fucked up. Seeing your death. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. All right, so the mirror falls and breaks into pieces, um, and then the group starts to hear like noises uh, below them, and so we're getting the like okay, now the party's really starting. So, so then a demon comes out of crematorium. Uh huh. Out of the crematorium, and is. It's almost like picking which one of the kids it wants because it's like floating by a few of them. Yes. And it chooses Suzanne. Perfect. And it's it's oh. always interesting it chose her and she ends up not being the main one. Yes. That's like what, I'm happy about it, but like That's confu- I wonder what it would have been like if Suzanne were like the head bitch in charge. I would have loved that. <laughs> she she's the Main face on the Scream Factory cover, I think. It's like her holding the mirror, being like, ah. She, her face when she's possessed, to me, is the most disturbing of everybody's face in the movie. Yeah, her mouth gets all big and she's... Oh, yeah. All right, so she's now becoming possessed. And then we go through the... That's when we go through the lines. Roger, who to me is a horror movie icon who is very overlooked... He's uh-huh. already like freaked out. <laughs> he's, I don't even know how he got to this point because he already did not seem like he would be down to do this. Yeah, I don't understand 
I don't get him. I don't know why he's with Stooge and Helen <laughs> in the first place. I could, I guess I could, I could kind of maybe see Stooge and Helen being together if they're mm-hmm. both like popular or whatever, but he seems very sensible and religious. Uh, so yeah. I just don't get it. I, I would, it. I would think he wouldn't even go in the house. No. But the second they're like, there's an underground stream to keep demons in. <laughs> That's not, yeah. Think, I, you think that would be the, the line. They also discussed the difference between a haunting and uh, possession. And basically a haunting is when there's a human life uh, that's sticking around and haunting a place, like the house. And then possession is a spirit that's never been alive. That's just um, technically haunting. The group searches around the house. So they start to scatter. So everyone that you kind of like, you go along with. So Roger and Helen, they're both like, fuck this. We're going to leave. So they go outside. And Suzanne is like, go ahead and leave you chicken, <laughs> chicken shit. By the way, and Linnea Quigley, this is like the best performance of her career, I think. I think pre-getting possessed, she's a great campy hoe. Mm. Uh, and after she gets possessed, she's like... She's she's She's, she's really good. She is. Uh, especially later on, the, the scene where um, Judy's running around the house and she's like, run, Judy, run. See Judy run, and then she yeah. gives like her evil laugh. It's like one of the best evil laughs ever. Yes. She's so good. I'm starting to wish that she got brought back as the main villain in the second she is one. Or they could have brought both of them back. Like yes. it could happen. Nick Quigley would do it. It was like what 1994. This is a year before she does Jacko, and people don't <laughs> people don't talk about Jacko, but they talk about Night of the Demons too. Yeah, they do. She should have done it. The writer of one co-wrote the writer of two, co-wrote two, and they, they, yeah, they should have brought back Suzanne, the missed opportunity. Yeah, because I think she's just as iconic to me in this movie as Angela's character. I, I feel like she is. I think what holds her back is one, not being on the poster, and two, uh, I think the dance scene is probably the most iconic scene in the movie to people. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the lipstick just as much, but people really like the dance scene. <laughs> the da- So I just saw when I was looking up the facts earlier, I saw that she originally was not supposed to get the part. And then um, I think the casting director convinced the director, like, you should give it to her. And she's also a trained dancer, which is because that scene is everything. Like, that is a scene that will forever be burned into my brain watching her dancing. Yeah, it's really good. <sighs> and I feel like they tried to redo that in the sequel, but it didn't have Not the same as, effect. No, they didn't. The second one doesn't have as good a soundtrack. The second one has the nun, though. That's what the second one has going. <laughs> yes, the nun is like the best character ever. And is that Graham's from Charmed? I have no idea. It might be. Because now when you just said that, I pictured her in my head and I was like, is that Grams? I'm going to look it up really fast. Yeah, we can move on. While yeah. This All right. So the groups but, uh, decide to split up. And uh, so Roger and Helen, they're trying to leave the house because they have sense. Um, <laughs> then we have uh, Jay trying to still get some from Judy. So he decides. Penny Grimm's Hallowell from Charmed. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. You got it. Good job. I need... The Nun and Roger to get together in another sequel. Just give me like a five minute 
little scene. It doesn't even need to be a whole movie. I would just love to see that. Them yeah. versus Linnea and uh, Angela. I'd watch that. Oh, I'd watch that. <laughs> That'd be good. They My- could even bring back Monica Kina from the remake, and I'd be happy about it. <laughs> oh, I love Monica. Kina. That I remake, I so I actually thought it was fun. Like I, I like it. I like it. Like I didn't um, go into it like, okay, this needs to beat the original. I was just like, this just seems like it's gonna be a fun movie. So let me go ahead and watch it. Yeah, it is fun. There's fun. Th- I don't think it. Um, the simplicity of the original makes it very rewatchable and mm-hmm. a little better. But the uh, the remakes, the remakes, a lot of fun. There's a little too much going on, and the demons. Uh, there's too much of like they have normal people bodies and then like a scary mask face. There's a little too yes. much of that outside of um, Shannon and Elizabeth, who has good makeup. But the uh, yeah, I don't know. I like it a lot. I'm trying to think, but, like I don't think I don't know why. Alan A. Quigley's in it, which is fun because she's oh she, yes, she she she's dressed as Suzanne, and that's always that's cute. That's precious. To, I like the whole cast of that too. Good it was cast. good. It also had another cutie in it. Um, yeah. He was in Power Ranger. I was gonna oh the power the Power Ranger yeah yes. Uh, <laughs> I don't know your name, sir, but but I was a fan of yours in that movie. Like Michael. Summer. He was also in. Um, he was also in an episode of That So Raven. Oh, so, I have not watched That So Raven. He ever? Ever. I. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I. I'm trying to think. I might. I know I was a Nickelodeon kid, so mm. I'm wondering if. I mean, it might have been after your time too. I it might have been. It was not after my time. Because it's Disney it Channel, right? Yeah, it was Disney yeah. Channel around like 2004-ish. Oh, yeah. No. I, I was... Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's when I graduated high school. I don't think I watched... Ooh. Yeah, no, I was kind of... Oh. I have heard it's funny, though. I did hear good things it about fun. that show. Oh, it's great. It's one of Disney Channel's better shows. Dad and um, I don't know. They have some. They have some goodies. He's in the Boys in Motion episode. He was in. He's in a band. <laughs> you know what? He's, he has that look. I could see that. Yeah. I could definitely see that. Oh, and they also can possess through sex, which makes sense, I guess. Makes we sense. find out the possession rules were always very vague. Yes, because especially in the remake, where it was like, what was it? Edward Furlong breaks his leg, and then when they snap it back in, he's possessed. Or that happens to some, yes, that yeah. happens to him. I'm like, what? Uh, yeah, what? I, I was like, is he dead yet? Why is he? And then I didn't get the, it. The like shivering thing that they do when they're about to turn. I was like, we could have did without that, maybe. Um, I'm trying to think if I found any of them actually. Scary. Maybe in real life, I'd find them scary. But in the in the movie, I in the like, remake or in the original? In the remake, I like the one. Where tentacles come out of her nipples. Yes. Which I thought that was fun. The deaths in that one are good, though. Like, when the girl gets her face and booby ripped off. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good. Pretty good. I do love the whole... Like, I love a good moment where the um, final girl, she's just like, fuck this. And so, like, she gets the shotgun and shit, and she's just like, I'm about to kill all you motherfuckers, basically. I ah. love those moments. Sure. 
Uh, speaking Especially of this, when it's Monica Kina. She's an underrated yes. final girl. I love Freddy versus Jason, though. I know a lot of people don't like it, but I'm a fan for life. It was it was so. fun. Oh, so you like Monica. So I... <laughs> the only reason I don't like her in that movie is because Kelly Rowan <laughs> got killed. That was the only reason. I was like, you can just run and leave with them. You don't have to stay here. <laughs> yeah, well, Kelly Rowland should have just left. Kelly Rowland also shouldn't have said that homophobic slur. That's a... Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. It, it was... was 2003. And I don't know. She's nice to gaze now. So I'm sure it was just <laughs> in the heat of the moment. It didn't even sound like it's something no, that... she's she... just like trying to upset him. And it's an upsetting word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, in the script, it's different. In the... um, Not to talk about Freddy versus Jason, but in the script, she's like... Uh, She's like talking to Jason. Uh, it's Jason coming after her, and she's like, "You can't kill me because I'm not afraid of you. I take my power from you." And then Freddy Krueger is like, "That's me," <laughs> and then Jason kills her. Yeah, which um, which is fun, but it only really works if you know the first so, Nightmare on Elm Street well. Yeah. Like everybody else watching would be like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> it, my friend and I, we make fun of the way Nancy gets rid of Freddy in the first movie. That's all we had to do this whole time. Yeah. Well, it doesn't work at least. Well, true. There is that. Because at the very end, she's taken away in that car and she's like, Mother! I was Help! Just... <laughs> <laughs> so they've tried pretty much everything to get rid of him and they can't. Like, I would. Like, you might as well just start popping the homo cell and just. Yeah. Some of them should have worked. To, like, if they hadn't made a sequel, it would have made sense to him. Like, three, where they, like, put a cross on his head and holy water holy and he water. explodes. You're like, oh, that that is a final thing. And then it just isn't. Yeah, but what did, it makes sense. The dog, like, piss on his, like, remains yeah. or something in the next That's how he comes back and forth. <sighs> pretty good. <laughs> pretty, pretty good. I, I did love that movie aside from, from, from how he came back. Yeah, I mean, it's at least dope the way it's like bones and stuff come together and all that. It's good effects. And I guess in as like a, as not a way of him to come back, but just like if he had never left and he's mm -hmm. just presenting himself, it's like, all right, that yeah. could pee. Ooh, I feel like I could go on a tangent about yeah, Freddy Krueger all day. No, we could go Nudge <laughs> of the Demons. Have you always craved to put a podcast out into this dark, dread-filled world, but didn't have a clue where to begin? Well, look no further. The Anchor app is free of monetary cost, but it will require some sort of payment. A pint of blood? Maybe a firstborn? You could also relinquish your soul. Small price to pay, really. All the creation tools you need to record and edit right on your phone or computer are included. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. The best part is you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. Download the free Anchor app on your phone or go to anchor.fm to get started. Join Anchor today if you think you can hack it.
<laughs> All right. So back to possessions. Okay. Uh-huh. So as everyone's splitting up, Suzanne kisses Angela, a deep kiss too. Camera swirling. Um, I'm assuming there's like demon tongue going on inside of their mouths. Oh, maybe. And uh, Angela loved it. She seemed like she was into it at the end of it. Then she decides to take Stooge off. And you, I just, you just know he's fucked at that point. Yeah. Which is interesting because this does not end up fucking him. He gets fucked when he comes back down. Right. Like, oh, that was weird. Then <laughs> <laughs> he gets with Angela. Yeah. Suzanne, what does she do? Yeah, she just takes him upstairs. She's like, I'm going to hide in the bathroom. He, he, he. Yeah. And he's like, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> he goes but, back downstairs. Like, that's when I guess she's, like, really getting possessed. Because then we see, like, the back. Yeah, she did a great job. Okay, like, the bathroom She's really scene. good. Yes. And you see, like, she's kind of changing it in her face. And, it um, stretches, and then it gets all crinkly. Yes. Yeah, and he's good. just, like, waiting outside the bath. I guess this was just an excuse for everybody to fuck in this movie. Because he seemed to think that was going to happen as well. Yes. But it was with Suzanne, so I could see. She says she's in the mood for pork tonight. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they were gonna have sex. She turned down Sal for him for Stooge. I well, that's what Sal says too. He's like, he's a pig, and she's like, I'm in the mood for pork, which is the best thing she could have said. Good writing. Good. Ah, great movie. Perfect movie. Yes. Kind of. I swear, I, I tell people to watch this movie, even if I know they will hate it. I still tell people to watch this movie because it is that fun. Okay. Right, we pick up with Judy and Jay still trying to get some. Um, oh. So he's trying to put moves on her and she denies him. Oh, and this is where he calls her out for Sal. Yes. Right? Yeah. Sad. So I don't know if it's really confirmed whether she did or didn't, but still the point She is, did because it's that thing... You know where you ask someone if they did or did not do something? And if they didn't do it, they would say they didn't. But if they did do it, they'd say, I'm not telling. You know what? She does that. They did have the scene when she was getting snacks and uh, Franny came up to her. And she asked her if she did it. And she's like, what do you think? I'm not a kid. So I think you might be right, actually. It's okay. And no shame to her for doing it. But she did it. She just didn't (laughs) want you, Jay. That's all. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> or she just wanted to take it slow. She thought it was a date. That's sad. It's really sad. They're like, all right, maybe on the fourth. But he's just like, I want. I'm with you because you put out. I want to have that's sex a, with you on top is... of this coffin or wherever we're at right now in this dusty, dirty, <laughs> dirty place. <laughs> or Judy. So he actually abandons her in the room, right? Which is it, awesome. And she gets locked inside. At that point, I think everybody's like. He needs to die. Right. Hoping he's first. But he needs to go. Then we pick up with Roger and Helen, who are still outside trying to find an exit, but there is no exit or entrance. I'm assuming yeah. the wall just completely is surrounding the house now. Yes. And Helen is like, we're dead and in hell. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, Helen. <laughs> like, you're not making this any better right now. Roger gets so mad. <laughs> Yes, what did he say? You could shut up. Yeah, he says, you need to shut up. It's not what he said. He said something like that. You talking that crazy talk, girl, or some shit like... (laughs) God bless Roger. (laughs) 
he gets exhausted very fast with all of this. And Max did not mention that uh, you can't escape the spirits uh, to get across the underground um, stream. Then Helen disappears. Yes. We never like see her that. die. It's really interesting. I'm wondering how the hell she got snatched up like that without yeah. any noise. But Spooky, spooky. And Roger's obviously freaked out, which I would be as well. Like, this doesn't make sense. Why can't we leave the way we came in? This, something's not right here. And would you have gone back in the house? Yeah, I get scared when I'm alone. I would have at least been like, hey, Judy or whoever, <laughs> there's zero way out of here. Which is interesting. That, that, that Does that not come into... Um, do they not ever discuss that? I know. Or no, no. Later, Judy's like, we got to get out of here. And he's like, no. He's like, no, there's no way yeah. out of here. The, um, yeah, but I would have gone back in to try to at least be with people. Because I don't know people getting possessed. Right. I, I, I assume there's a killer outside, and so I need to get inside. I don't assume there's demons possessing people. No, like, who would? Yeah, like, nobody would. would. And I would immediately be like, um, there's no exit. We need to leave. Yeah. <laughs> but by the time he got back in, I think shit was pretty fucked up at that point. Yeah. All right, so when Roger sees that Helen is gone, he hears his voice being uh, whispered by other voices, which is... Another, like, fuck this. That's <laughs> That would make me go inside. Absolutely. Yeah. Or if if I see the barbed wire thing, they end up climbing at the end. I'd probably do that first before going back in. That would be the smart thing to do. <laughs> if, if, I, if I know, I guess, no, no, no. Because I, I assumed there was a killer, but I wouldn't do that because if the wall supernaturally went around the whole house now, I would try to climb the wall. I would get scared. Try yeah. to do that. No. Or maybe I would tell people first. Shit, I don't know. I'll find out one day. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope you don't have to find out. As long as I make it, I'm okay with it happening. Now I am curious. <laughs> if like, like if the wall does go around the house, I'm wondering why it doesn't get taller at all to keep people from being able to escape. But I mean... I don't know. They would have been dead for real, all of them, I guess, if that were the case. We want to give them yes. some hope. Roger, he pretty much locks himself in the car. Uh, he, so he does not go inside, actually. He immediately is like, let me just get in the car That's and right. lock myself in. That feels realistic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, Stooge wanders with Suzanne to find a bathroom. We actually talked about this already. Right. She kind of goes into the bathroom, and he's knocking outside, and... We hear, he hears a mirror smashing from her. So at that point, she, I don't know, she's like looking at her face and she's like, let me break this mirror or it's just like anger or something. Yeah, I think it's probably the anger thing. Or just like, ah, yeah, that's <laughs> The demons might not like how they look. There's that. You know what? I don't know if they've seen their reflection any other time. Yeah, I don't series. know. There's um, in, fuck, what is it? In the video dead, they kill the zombies by um, making them look at mirrors because the zombies don't like that they look dead. And so mm. they kill themselves. So maybe it's like that. Oh, there's a Freddy way that, with the mirror, too. Yeah. Four again. Yes. For, <laughs> they randomly are like, if he sees his reflection, all the souls will tear out of him. And it comes out of nowhere. <laughs> Perfect. 
So we are finally at the best, well, possibly the best scene, definitely the most memorable scene, the stigmata dance. Right. So uh, Angela is really feeling herself. Then we get this like cool, like the beginning of the song kind of winding up. And then she's full on dancing. And um, there's this light also that starts to like blink on and off really, really quickly. So it adds another effect to it. Sal is looking, getting creeped out, and he's like, fuck this. I need, <laughs> I need to get away from here. So he leaves her. Stooge walks in, and Stooge and Angela start kissing as well. And she bites his tongue off. Right, as you do. Which I didn't know you could die from that, but... I, guess I don't think you would. I, like, eventually you'd bleed to death, but I think it's just like... There's also a kiss, though, and that is yeah. how she got possessed earlier. So he probably also got... Because if you remember, Amelia can care. Yeah, Angela also doesn't get possessed right away. Like after she gets kissed, she has a headache for a while. Yes. She's like, ooh, I don't <laughs> feel so good. And then she's possessed. So he probably was bleeding out. He's like, I don't have a time. And then got possessed. Yeah, because the next time we see him, he's full on. Right. Turned. Right. So Sal wanders into the bathroom with Suzanne. Um, and she's on the floor. I don't know what she was trying to draw on her face. It looked like a heart almost. It's kind of like she's doing just an outline of her face with her lipstick. Yeah. It does kind of look like a heart, yeah. yeah. And uh, Sal again. Is this this might be when he does the line where you were talking about his house. Being like, this is this is very easy. I, I like, you're a, you're a pretty chick or whatever he says, but you and your friend are a little too weird. <laughs> For me, I don't know. And then he's like, I have a Something nice like house. I want to go like, You home. are home. Yes, you are home. And he's like, this isn't my home. I'm living in a nice house with plastic on the furniture. <laughs> I would hate living in a house with plastic on the furniture. It's the I worst. always thought that looks so tacky. You just, you get stuck to it, especially if it's hot. I don't like it. And the noise. I want a nice, <laughs> I don't know, not that. <laughs> So Sal obviously sees something is off. At the very least, he thinks she's like on something. So he leaves the bathroom. And then um, your old boy Jay walks in. Yeah. <laughs> nice paint job. <laughs> when the lights come back on. So you see. He'd... Yeah. So she's at this point, she's exposing her breasts. Yeah. He's a creep. So <laughs> he's going to take advantage of her. Or actually, oh, this is also after she put lipstick in her boob. We didn't say that, but yeah, okay, yes. Let's track back to that because yeah. we can't not talk about that scene. <laughs> There's no fucking yeah. way. <laughs> that was right before Sal came in. She just put lipstick in her nipple, <laughs> as one does. And, she, uh, and I always thought, because you can see that it's just like a fake body that mm -hmm. her neck is sticking out of. But every time I've shown this movie to friends, they all they're 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 always quite taken aback. Like, how did she do that? <laughs> Yeah, no, but it looks like a plastic uh, body. Yeah, and um, I almost felt like it wasn't her hand who pushed it in. The position of the hand looked a little different. <laughs> and then, uh, it, yeah, it it looks it's cool, but you can definitely see that it's a fake body. I, I don't think anybody would expect that to be what happens. True. Like the music is very. Do, do, yeah, it's like almost angelic, but creepily angelic. And then she's tracing it down. It looks like a six when she's going around her breast. And then she just kind of 
Not lightly. She just shoves it up in her nipple. <laughs> shoves the lipstick in her nipple. As you do. Yeah. It is weird because this one doesn't come out. So it's like, where did it go? <laughs> <laughs> where did it go? So that is, if, if you have not seen this movie, that is the scene you must watch. That and the Stigmata Dance. Yeah, but also watch the whole movie. Absolutely. And the sequels, just to get your opinions and the on them. And the remake. And the, yeah. and yeah. the remake. I wonder, would they do another? They probably wouldn't do another remake. They wouldn't do another one. It's too late. And it's not like a huge movie, you know? No. That house, actually, I'm about to go on another tangent. Yeah, it doesn't exist anymore. Really? Yeah, I would have visited it if it did. That's why they, by between two and three, they tore it down. And that's why three's in a normal house. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> yeah, it's sad. All right, so Jay and Suzanne are full-on having sex, and uh, she's riding him. Right. He's not... And then she's... Uh, what is it? She's like, don't look at my face. <laughs> yes, again, so you might have had a great point. She's like, don't look at me, don't look at my face. Yeah. And he's like, you look fine. <laughs> <laughs> also, he's not putting in any work. He's literally no, he's just not. lying down, letting her do everything. Yes. It's a good... <laughs> Sometimes that's the best. I mean, yeah. If, <laughs> if she wants to do all the work. Then... <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so as she's giving it to him good, right. then she like kind of cocks her head back and is hiding her face. Yeah, she's like, don't look at me. And then she comes back down don't walk away. <laughs> yeah, she reveals she reveals her demon self now, and this to, is the creepiest, in my opinion, face. Her face looks great, and then the eye gouging looks fantastic too. Yes, ooh, it's really good. They um, it's a fake head, and it, it just looks really good. Yeah, so she gouges the shit out of his eyes. Right, I, ooh, eye gouging is a lot for me to watch. There's certain things that for me. I can deal with, but there's like fingernails being ripped off, eye uh -huh. gouging. It's effective. It's the best stuff in the movie, too. Yes, and then if the sound design is in there, too, then it's like, it's perfect. Right. So, Max and Franny are also in the midst of having sex in a coffin, and we finally see the possessed stooge show up. Right. This I, is the lamest stuff in the movie. Yeah. Definitely. Franny's was... neck snap. Snap. Neck snap. 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 Shit. He, he like snaps her neck and yeah. slams the coffin door on Max's arm. Right. Which her her makeup later looks great. Where yes. it's like put a fake head on the side of her head and she's all broke neck. <laughs> uh, Max's does not look great. Where he's just kind of like and doesn't have an arm. He looks, he looks like a guy. He looks like... Have you seen Buffy the Vampire Slayer, the movie? Oh, yeah. He looks like the vampires who are, like, coming in or telling them to bring Buffy out. Like, they just had, like, gray skin, basically. And they yes. just look like people. That's what it reminded me of. I, I definitely see that. Uh, yeah. Not the best design. I agree. Not the good fake arm, good no arm, but like they should have done something to his face because everybody else has a face thing going on. Yeah. Maybe he... I did see something along the lines of... I think it was the person who plays Angela. 
like it was a obviously a lot of time to put the makeup on and everything and like how that was yeah. hell. So, that was probably exactly why they didn't. I mean, it would have been a cool thing if he would have it kind of went all the way. Yeah, he should have. All right. It's been 33 years. Oh my God. You know, when did this come out? 88. 80. Oh, I'm old as shit, man. Jesus. All right. So, <laughs> Sal, I'm wrapping my mind around that. Okay. Sal. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, Sal, he comes downstairs. He's at this point, he's ready to go. And he sees Angela by the fireplace. And uh, she takes her hands out and shows him like burned hands. He's saying, basically, I'm just warming up by the fire. That's a great line. And yeah, and she delivered it well, too. Yeah. I was just warming my hands by the fire. <laughs> and she, fire hands. So good. And then she stands up all cool and her hands are yes, just like, ah, she great, start, great scene. She starts to approach him. Roger, he fell asleep in the car. Oh, did he? <laughs> I feel like he looked like he fell asleep. Yeah. I was like, yeah. I don't know how the hell you do that in that situation. Mm-hmm. You do not, probably. And this is when we get Helen's body crashing down onto the windshield. Yeah. I always think of her as the first death, but I guess we don't get that until after Sal and Stooge. True. Or not Sal, Stooge and MJ. Poor Helen. I I would not think she'd be the first to go on. Like, I would think... If they didn't get possessed, for some reason, I would think Suzanne would go normally. But uh, we needed Suzanne. So, yeah, we so definitely need Suzanne. <laughs> Helen's got a great makeup in the finale, too, with her face all smushed. Yes. <sighs> Helen. All right, so Roger, at this point, he decides to take his ass up in the house because now he's not safe in the car anymore. So he and Sal meet up. And, you know, Sal sees that he's freaked out. Roger sees it. Roger doesn't give a fuck that Sal's freaked out. Roger's just like crying, saying we gotta go. And uh, now we get to see Angela gliding down the hallway. Right. Iconic. And Roger, well, they both run away. And they're hiding from her. But I get the sense that she knows where they are. She's just playing with them. Right. So they, Judy is at this point, she's she's still locked in this room. In this yes. room from earlier, that they left her in, just knocking. She's not even screaming. She's just she just has that very soft voice. Someone had like something really soft. Yeah. And uh, Stooge tries to get into the room also to kill her, obviously, but he can't get inside the room. So good for her. The door's locked. Uh, Sal and Roger they hear Judy. They get her out of the room, and. I have a funny thing with Judy in this movie because there are moments where I'm like, are you fucking kidding me with this? And then there's other moments where I'm like, yes, this is this is what I needed. This scene where she see first of all, Roger sees Angela. He just leaves their asses. Is this where he jumps out of the window? Not yet. I think that's, that's the end. Okay. He, he just literally, he just sees them or sees Angela. He doesn't even tell them what's going on. <laughs> He just runs past them, and that's it. That's right, yes. <laughs> um, Roger. And I kind of feel like that's why I like him so much, is this he's just like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. You guys can do whatever. Judy sees Angela, and she faints, which <laughs> might yeah. 
<laughs> that might be a realistic reaction. I oh, that's so inconvenient. It's really funny though. <laughs> I <laughs> she like faints in Sal's arms. Yeah, poor Sal. Uh, and he's trying he to wake her up, and then when he wakes her up, she's like, "I can't get up. I can't. I can't." Oh get yeah. Up. That's, oh, that's. <laughs> yes. So uh, Judy and Roger both have their scenes where they're too much. This is Judy's big. Uh, <laughs> useless scene this is where she's at her peak useless rogers is when they're in the crematorium later oh yeah yeah definitely people get scared (laughs) i'm sorry yeah this is i do have to keep reminding myself it is a movie so in reality if this were to happen and i did go in this house i i don't know if i would faint i would definitely run yes (laughs) i would definitely run i don't think most people would faint I, but yeah. <laughs> it was I a do. good it was a good like 19 I don't know 30s 40s kind of faint too just very dramatic <laughs> yeah. Sal finally is able to get her up and so they're all running <laughs> they're all running away so her she, and Sal they get up to the bathroom with Suzanne still in the bathroom right and Suzanne uh, is over Jay's dead body right yeah with her hands over his eyes Oh fuck! What did she she said? She she's like, how about an orgy? Yes, how about, how an, about orgy? an orgy? And I'm she sure winks. if we tried, we could get Jay hard again. <laughs> was, was very good, very very good. And like Judy's petrified, right? Obviously. And then Sal says, "Run, Judy! Run, Judy! Run!" And then she runs, and Sal gets thrown out the window. Yeah, she slaps the shit out of him with her arm. When yeah. she turns around, he flies out the window. And so this con- is where she has her big run, Judy, run thing. Yes. Oh, that was a good line. Okay. And then all the doors slam in the house as Judy's trying to get away. And one door does open up, which I probably would not have gone to. But she goes inside and she's wandering off on her own. She, com- she comes across, it must have been Max's arm who got torn off Yes. in, in the room. So the arm is like... Barely attacking her, but obviously she's still... Afraid. Yeah, it gets her leg, and she <laughs> just stands there screaming, and then uh, Max comes out of the coffin with yes. Frank. <laughs> and it's, like, the worst uh, part of the movie. They were, like, the zombies in... Is it Return of the Living Dead 3? When they're, like, in the sewers or some shit? 3 is in the sewers, yeah. It, that those That's what they reminded me of, like, barely moving. And, I mean, when you go from... The first one of that, I'm like, uh, no. Oh, I like three a lot. Two is the one I don't care for. Two? Oh, with, that was like the, with the kids, right? Yes. Two is with the kids in the suburbs. And three is the sad 90s Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> and then four and five are just not good. Are four and five like a rave or something? Like one of them is a Four, rave? yeah, it's Rave to the Grave, and um, which is a great title. Uh, and... Necropolis? That one, I feel like I've seen that on Sci-Fi Channel or something. Yeah. I think they might have been sci-fi movies. Like, originals. That makes sense. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I need some more sci-fi movies that I can watch. Yeah, there's some good ones. There's one about a giant killer warthog at a high school reunion that was really good. Really? Um, I'm going to look up the title of it, because it was really fun. Pig... Sci-fi. <laughs> so, yeah. Pig sci-fi high school. <laughs> this is hard. Oh, giant warhead and bloody 
Oh, Killer High. Oh, okay. Killer, Killer High. Not Killer. Horror High. Killer High. Written by Suzanne Kiley, and she was a writer on um, Ash vs. Evil Dead, and she wrote Leprechaun Returns. Oh, okay. Yes. It was, and it has that tone. It, it, it's really good. Everybody. I'm gonna. Ch- I'm gonna actually try to try check that out tonight. Killer high, killer high. Okay. All right. Very fun. So Judy, she's off on her own, running around, and then she sees Roger. Roger got outside. Right. Somehow. <laughs> he's just swifty like that. <laughs> he got outside. You see, he's through bar windows, and Judy can see him. So she's approaching him. This part actually scared the fuck out of me as a kid. Like it made me jump. So as she's approaching the bar, the bars on the window, Stooge comes out from the side. Um, so he's chasing her through the house again. As she screams, her screams are good. I will give her that. Yeah. Her screams are not like um, soft. She has really good screams. So now she, she screams a lot too. So she she does. <laughs> she has an all right scream. So she's um, try I guess trying to find a way out of the house. So she gets up to the top floor. And um, so she's looking around and she sees, I would assume she thinks she has to jump off of the roof, which I don't think she was originally going to do. And then Angela shows up behind her. And um, Angela seems really fixated on Judy, more so than anybody else. Yeah, they, they are really going after her. They probably think she's the easiest target. Absolutely. Between the three of them, Yes. She's definitely the easiest one. Yeah, because she just faints sometimes. <laughs> like, if there weren't other people there to help her, she would be dead. Like, it's just them. They would love it if all of them fainted. Probably. Yeah, that'd be very convenient. Like, what do you do after you possess everyone? I don't know, because they all burn up in the sun at the end, anyways. And the remake, it makes sense because they're like, if we possess five, they come back. Blah 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 blah. Right. But uh, in this one, they do just burn up at the end. I kind of want to see the bad ending, though. Like, the remake to see if they all were able to come back. It'd be interesting. There was going to be a sequel to the remake, and then they just didn't do it. Probably people... I wonder maybe enough people didn't watch it. I think it's exactly that. But I would have watched it. Yeah. <laughs> I would have been very excited about it. It was going to follow um, Tiffany Shepis, who was... um. Stamping people's hands at the uh, ah, yes. at the front door. She was gonna go to. I think she's gonna go to another party. <laughs> <laughs> and more demons. I would. I, I'd watch it. I, the Thank way, so like my approach is just, what do you lose? An hour and a half, maybe, if you don't like it. That's where I'm at. So I'm like, uh, the, I mean, in, if it's set at Halloween, like it's at least gonna be a fun Halloween movie, you know? Right. All right, so Angela is approaching Judy. Sal also comes from on the roof somehow. Um, He decides, I wouldn't call it wrestling. It was more like shuffling around with their arms, kind of. Uh Sal and Angela. While they're doing this, she's kind of pushed off of the roof, but she's hanging on by a thread. Yes, and this is where the stunt double has a really bad way. Yes. It's very unfortunate. (laughs) So this scene, which it's funny to me, it may not, it's not supposed to be funny, but it's a funny scene to me. Angela and Sal, uh, while they're wrestling, they go tumbling off of the roof and Sal and Angela, well, Angela's not dead. Sal ends up dead. And like you brought up, 
we see a tombstone for Sal already saying die tonight. So sad. It is. I, would I have rather they... I would have rather they taken Judy, honestly. That would have been interesting with two guys. Oh, we're sick. But I also love Judy. I know she's useless. Yes. Well, she's not useless at the very end. She, 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 with the fire bit, she's very good. But um, I still like her. It's funny. It's like they actually needed each other in the end to actually. So they both probably would have died if they did not yes. have each other. Or it's in Sal. They needed Sal for when. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Poor Sal. The eye candy is gone. Yeah. Judy's still hanging on by a thread on the roof. Um, Roger's telling her to. I think he's telling her to jump down. Yeah, he's like, jump, Judy. I'll catch you. And she's like, no. <laughs> and he's nowhere near her to catch her. No, that's so way. far back. <laughs> Fucking terrifying. I, I feel so bad for her in this scene. He's like a mile away. I will, I will definitely catch you from 30 feet away. Like, thankfully he does. Thankfully she falls super slow. Yeah. Um, it's a cool effect and I like this shot. But, but it is really slow. Uh it they is. do the same thing. The director uses the same tricks in other movies sometimes, <laughs> and I always think it's really fun. Yeah, um, he does the same falling effects in uh, Witchboard, which was his first movie. Yes. And the uh, and the shattered mirror shot he does uh, earlier, where you can see everybody's reflections in the mirror shards. Mm-hmm. He does that again in Witchboard Two. Um, oh, yes. Man. Come through with the tidbits. I had no idea. <laughs> yeah. No, he's he's fun. Kevin Tenney. Tenney. Ten- okay. I think his brother did the music for this. Okay. He did a good job. There's also a song in the um, end credits, the first one that's playing, that I, I have to look up the title. I actually really liked that when I was watching it again today. Ooh, my favorite song is the... Um, uh, da, 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 when they're partying computer date and, and <laughs> whatever the lyrics are insane. She's like, whenever I make it, I stereotape it. So we can play... And <laughs> the song is awesome. <laughs> It's a dope song. You know, I de- I wonder if they have the soundtrack on um, Apple or Spotify. I don't think so. I wish they did. All right, so Judy's still hanging on. She has the amazing shot of her slowly falling down. I actually, I mean, it would be dumb, but I actually would have loved to have seen Roger run fast and she's still falling slowly. <laughs> <laughs> like that scene in Scary Movie 2. Where he's yes. running in slow motion, and they're like, why is he running so slow? <laughs> Ray, hurry up! <laughs> uh, that's a good movie, by the way. Oh, my God. Both The first two scary movies are great. I don't give a fuck. Amazing. Uh, probably not PC, but it's... They're not. It's still fun they're, as fuck to me. <laughs> I think so. And I think that's okay. Um, yeah, because yeah, we know. We acknowledge... This was a different uh, time. But it's funny. And even some of the stuff that isn't PC is funny. Right. I, <laughs> I, I like the little hand jokes. I can't help it. <sighs> I, <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody in the world. Take my strong hand. That is, <laughs> it's like the tiniest scroll. That's my favorite part of the whole movie. It's <laughs> funny. It's funny. It's funny. Just the little jokes. Little jokes, just the little jokes regarding his hand, and then they just keep coming later in the movie. Yeah, it's the most random moment. <laughs> well, oh yeah, go check out Scary Movie One and Two if you've not seen that. Yeah. 
Three is good too. It's just not the same. See, I don't. The, the Wayne's brothers are missed. I the other ones are like a blur to me. I don't remember which is which between the other uh, ones. I know them well. <laughs> but <laughs> um, one and two are definitely the best. But three, three, three has a lot of really good stuff in it. Three is the one where it's the um, it's the ring and signs with a little bit of eight mile for no reason. Please. Anyways, all right. <laughs> where, where were we? Back <laughs> Judy. She lands somewhat softly. It almost seems like it wasn't a long fall. No, it is a short distance, but she fell super slowly. <laughs> Very so, funny. So Roger barely catches her. She falls on him, really, and he falls. And then Stooge jumps down from the roof. Right. So now Terrifying. they are running from Stooge and Angela in the house. Mm-hmm. So they end up in the crematorium. And this is like you were saying, Roger was kind of useless. He's yes, this is where Roger is too much. <laughs> he's like huddled in the corner. He's crying. Right. He, can't... he wants to pray. And she's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is the moment he would have got, the, he would have been killed if it weren't yeah. for Judy. No, thank God for Judy here. Because uh, they come back in. Oh, and this part sucks. So they come in and she like makes a blowtorch. Yeah. Uh, and he just has to help start it or whatever, and she lights him up, but then he won't turn it off or whatever. <laughs> it's like, I need your help. It, like, <laughs> it takes him forever to just move. It's hard. Oh, and also, I skipped over this, but Judy has her big monologue that is like a nothing monologue. Oh. Where, she, where, where she's like, you saved me, right? And that had to be for something, right? <laughs> Oh, wait, isn't there an underground stream with the boop? Yeah. <laughs> it just goes on and on. It's perfect. So don't change the thing, Night of she, she's de- She definitely went back to soft voice, the screaming. She's actually kind of stopped, well, for now, stopped screaming. Yeah. <laughs> we'll start again later. It's fine. So after she burns them up, they get out, they start running. Well, they didn't, they didn't get out. So they're trying to get escape through the front door. The door is locked. Right. So and they, this is when Roger throws himself out the window, right? Yes. He's like... Because he gets scared. Uh, cuts be damned. I'm just jumping through this window because at this point, all of the people are coming back to get them from all different angles. Yes. So he, yet again, leaves Judy. And she's... After he breaks the window, jumps out, Judy's still... She's standing there for some reason, still, still contemplating what to do. So I was, this was a moment I was like... Girl, I need you to get it together. This is not the moment to like to, to do this. So she finally does get out. They get up to the wall. Or they she goes to the wall and she wants to get to the entrance to get out. And Roger, and this is the first time Roger's been like, there is no way out. There is yes. no entrance. And then she's like, No, there has to be right over here. And it's like, no. <laughs> So it's uh, kind of like if you would have told her that before, she'd believe you. Or, but now she's going back and forth with you about whether there's an entrance or exit. Yeah, but then I guess if he'd said it earlier, they wouldn't have tried running to the wall, and they really needed to do that to get out. That's true. Mm. I wonder if there's like a tunnel or something under the house, but that's beside the point. Um, so Roger and her are still going back and forth, and then the demons start coming outside. Right. And Roger's survival instinct kicks in immediately, and uh, he just starts climbing up the barbed wire of the wall. Which I was like, I don't even know if I would be able to do that. 
This is a great set piece. This is when I've shown, when I show this to people, everybody always gets really tense at this part because mm -hmm. they really don't know if Judy's going to make it or... Yeah. It's scary. It's good. It didn't look too good for her for a second. No, it, especially when he ditches her. <laughs> like she looks up, he's gone. <laughs> Rolling over to the other side. Like, Roger, but then he jumps all the way back up? Yeah, I... <laughs> they know. did not I'm assuming some kind of angel of some sort lifted him up to get it to the It doesn't make any sense, but it's fine. It's funny because he's up at the top. She's barely trying because obviously the shit hurts. So yeah. she's She's also getting every time what is it? Um when Stooge is grabbing her, it's burning, burning her too. Her. Yes. Ugh. And then all of them start grabbing at her. And I, I guess Robert was like, well, shit, at this point. <laughs> so he, at this point, he's falling onto the other side and he's just covering his ears as she's screaming. And then she's about to let go of the barbed wire. Mm -hmm. And then Roger's hand shows up out of nowhere. Like you said, it makes no sense. Would it have been better if she did die? Nah. It would have, well, no, that would have pissed me off because the sun comes up right after <laughs> If she had died and then the sun came up and killed, I would have been so mad for the rest of my life. That I'm glad she made I like her. I'm glad she lives. That would have been... We a... met her family. Yes. We know her too well. She Was her family the only one we met? Yes. Well, that makes sense. That, yeah. You can't kill her then. No. We know little things about other... We know Roger's daddy was a preacher. We know Sal comes from a nice house. <laughs> From, and that is all the information we're getting. From Jersey or New York somewhere. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, so he reaches up. He pulls her back up. I think that would have been like the mist almost if she died and then the sun came, <laughs> sun came up and got rid of them. Yeah. It could have been cool, I guess, if they pulled her down and they were starting to get to her and then yeah, the sun came up that as cool. it was happening. But eh, whatever, I'm happy with that. That might have been better, actually. Maybe. So, th so now they're looking really fucked up. They've been walking the entire night. So they're walking down the street, and they pass the old man from the beginning of the movie. Right. And he calls them, like, trash, because they, he thinks they just stayed out all night doing God knows what, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's... So, and, oh, what do you tell your parents after that? Like, what do you tell everybody? Like, oh, um... Your kids are I don't all gone. know. I always wondered if, yeah, I, don't, I, I never knew if you just were like, oh, I left the party and I never saw them again. I don't know what happened. In the sequel, I think it says they, um, oh, fuck, I forgot what they say in the sequel. They say something about. Something about, like, I know in the third one they mentioned, they referenced this movie, like a bunch of kids were being killed in the house. I think they think, and, and two, I think it, they say that Angela had killed them all, is what everybody thinks. Mm. And that, Either that or they all went missing. And that's the one Mouse is Angela's sister? Yes. My dumb ass as a kid, for some reason, I really thought that was Judy, just very, a different <laughs> version. <laughs> like a different, I was like, why is she so scared of this? But it makes sense. No. <laughs> no, that's funny. So the old man goes inside. Um, his wife feeds him some homemade pie. And then she reveals that she used the leftover apples from which the old man had in the beginning of the movie. Yes. And then the razor blades from inside his throat are like, yeah. 
It just, it's like, it looks a lot like somebody's pushing them or something. Because yeah. I, I was wondering, like, how would it work if you swallowed them? Because he also had, like, blood coming up his vein when he real, realized they yeah. were razor-bladed apples. Which is cool. It just doesn't make sense. <laughs> and his wife's reaction might have been the funniest part. Or one of the funniest moments in this movie because she's literally like, oh, okay. Happy Halloween, dear. Whatever <laughs> Happy she's Halloween. Like, and she pets yeah. his head. Which is like, I guess tea. she killed him on purpose. I would assume so. Why? Who knows? Mm. But that was the end of Night of the Demons. Yeah. You got Very you. good. Absolutely. So overall, your thoughts on the movie? 10 out of 10. It's perfect. Agreed. Every flaw makes it better. Uh, I like everybody. I even like even the mean ones. Like I love Stooge. Uh, in real life, I would not love Stooge. <laughs> but in the movie, it's really funny to me because it's just so over the top. Yeah. Uh, what is it? Shut up and drive, bitch. <laughs> like it's just so vicious and stupid. I, I don't know. It cracks me up. Also, I was like, why is she driving if he's like this? Like, I would assume he'd be driving. Yeah. He's driving at the beginning when he moons the old man, and he's like, grab the wheel. Yeah. He's like, ah, what? <laughs> he almost kills them. It's a, or yeah. I'm being dramatic. But he's like, swerves the car. <laughs> yeah, he swerves. It's pretty, no. huge. Love him. I agree with you. This is a 10 out of 10. Pure <laughs> entertainment value. I fucking love this movie. Um, I think it actually still holds up. I could watch this over and over again, even thirty oh, I do. years later. I watch it all year, not just at Halloween. Yeah, like there are a lot of movie. There are movies that have come out probably early two thousands. I'm like, this doesn't really hold up. Like it was good back then, but right now it's not really doing what it needs to do. So I would suggest. I mean, there's no such thing as blockbuster, except in Oregon, there's one, but. I suggest you guys check this movie out. And uh, I wanted to thank you again, Eric, for volunteering to come on. I actually had a oh, really good time with you. Anytime to talk about Night of the Demons. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yeah, you immediately were like, I love this movie. Yeah. <laughs> that was like, perfect. Perfect. Oh, my God. Uh, so that is going to do it for us tonight. Uh, you wanted to plug your Twitter one more time? Oh, yeah. Eric Lawrence, E-R-I-C-K-L-O-R-I-N-C. I mostly only talk about horror movies. <laughs> uh, that's about it for me. <laughs> that's all I do. I understand. Um, I understand. I do the same thing or just random bullshit. Yeah. Big a little bit of Big Brother. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Big Brother in horror movies. Yeah. Alright, so everybody be sure to follow the podcast on Twitter for any updates. That would be at people underscore scares. Uh, my personal page is at Thackeray Binks. Go check out Hocus Pocus if you don't get that reference. Um, hope you can come again. And who knows, maybe you too can join the people under the scares. Have a good night. Night. I do hope that you enjoyed your evening. And please come again. Bring your friends. And if you would like to be a guest on an episode of The People Under the Scares, send us a DM on Twitter at people underscore scares. 
You can also reach that stupid mortal host of ours, Michael, at Thackeray Binks 86. Be well. Have a good night. See you soon. Thank <laughs> you.